Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now on Giddy Up, it's time for Trial Time with Dean Watling. Dean Watling's the king, DeanWatling.com. We can follow all of his work on DeanWatling.com, of course. Dean, hello to you. Morning again, Gareth. The first part of Trial Time, we're going to have the superstar from Queensland. He's got a Twitter handle called um, Trial Queensland, basically. So he loves his trials. The speaker, Chris O'Nelson. Hello to you, Chris. I do. Good morning to you, Gareth. Good morning, Dino. And good morning, everyone. It's at Queensland Trials, isn't it? Yeah, look, at yep. QLD Trials. Yeah, at QLD Trials. So there you go. Um, let's have a chat about these trials at Queensland. We, I, want, I, I want to start with trial number two because that's where all the big guns were. Um, from Queensland's racing's point of view, I think anyway, or most of them, we had Roth Fire yep. that um, won the trials. Sue Style and Tino were back in second and third. What did you make of that trial, mate? I loved Roth Fire's trial. Uh, Zoo Style is usually a trial star. He usually just runs them into the ground and runs really fast time and and basically wins by a space. Now, he didn't do that yesterday. He wasn't pressured, but uh, neither was Rothfire. Rothfire might have been just urged a little bit more than Zoo Style, but there wasn't much in it. They still ran really quick time, but I just thought uh, I was surprised, obviously, how forward Rothfire is. And I'm not really surprised when I read this morning that he's going to the McEwen next week, so he needs to be forward. But I just love the way he wore down uh, Zoo Style and there was gas in the tank. So, yeah, I... Zoo style, we know that uh, he's a short course sprinter. He needs things to go his way. He's always thereabouts. But, yeah, I thought Rothfire was the better of them. And Antino, you spoke of Antino there, Gareth, in the same trial. I think he did what he had to do. He ran third. He was beaten three and a half lengths. He was never going to match it with those two speedsters, uh, considering the two rack 1,600 metres is his ultimate aim. So I thought he did the right. He did what he had to do there, uh, Antino. Dino, what did you make of those horses, mate? You know them pretty well as well. Yeah, I thought Rothfire was the pick, uh, like Chris suggested. Um, his last start run in the Stradbroke was phenomenal, and he's a horse that you can get a good guide him off the trials. And it makes sense now, Chris, so that he probably had that forward display, um, considering he's going to be first up in a couple of weeks' time. So I thought it was a brilliant yeah. trial. And like you said, it's good when you get a guide on a, another horse in the trial, such as Zoo Style, you can get a really good gauge on the other horses. So I thought it was superb uh, work by the, the veteran now. You could say Rothfire and Antino, uh, similar thoughts there. He's going to get better over further, and he's just there to tick the legs over. So I think pass mark for all top three there. That McEwen's going to be some race because you're going to have Rothfire take on a horse like a, a giga kick at the Valley there. And we know that Rothfire, he won that race last mm. year, if I can recall, Chris O. Yeah, he yeah. Uh, he did win a race there. It might have been that one last year. And look, he'll always give his best. Uh, look, it's it's not easy going up against the likes of uh, of Giga Kick, who I rate uh, probably the best sprinter in the country. But you know, you've got to give him the crack at these races, and he's done it before. No reason he can't take. Give me his best shot again. Is there a good race in Appen Girl after she trialled in that first trial at Doombin yesterday for the O'Day and Hoisted camp? You know, it's funny. This is this is a filly that I've always thought everyone's got a big opinion of her. I'm not, not as swayed as many are, but I did like her trial yesterday. I like the way she uh, she finished off there. She beat home uh, Fixated and Asamu. Now, Asamu's now with Tony Gollan. I uh, was formerly with Desley Forster, but... 
Yeah, I think she took on the older horses, obviously, here, App and Girl, and, and she did it well. Her last start was a 30 in the Group 2 race, Spirit of Boom. So I might have underrated her. Uh, she will go to the Capton Teams at Flemington on the 16th of September. That'll test her out there against that opposition. But, yeah, I'm still a little bit on the fence with Appen Girl, but, but she won the trial nicely yesterday. Yellow Brick Dino is the star of Queensland Racing, and um, we know he's got plenty of upside. What did you make of his last preparation? He went around in trial three there at Doombin, and um, what did you think of that trial yesterday? Yeah, I thought he's probably just a victim of circumstances last prep. He probably copped a, a couple of poor rides, a uh, back end of his um, sort of preparation. But I think he's an out-and-out sort of group class horse for sure. It was his first trial, which I think is big to note, and Chris I will touch on in a second. But I thought it was a little bit underdone. He might have needed the fitness and the hit out there. And I thought the second horse, Kronberg, was outstanding coming over the top. So um, looking from afar, and I don't know this horse's trial profile as well as Chris, uh, Chris does, but I think probably you want to see an improved trial in the second one, Chris Just on that, Chris were you pleased with the way that the horse jumped? Was Jimmy Orman trying to teach him something because he got too yeah. far back last preparation and he's probably thinking, well, mate, I need to teach you to put yourself into a better spot. Well, it's funny you say that because earlier in his career, he did jump. He'd settled in the first two at uh, most of his starts, it was only that last preparation, three runs, that he seemed to get uh, buried back in the field. So uh, I think you'll see him a lot closer this preparation, and I'm sure Jimmy had that in, in mind yesterday. Yeah, I was a bit with Dino. I I wasn't wrapped in the trial. He, he snuck home, but, gee, Cronenberg was outstanding, a horse that's been racing really well in midweekers over much further than 1,000 metres. Uh, another stride or two, and he would have gone past Yellow Brick, and they both were under no pressure. So... I think Yellow Brick would need to improve out of that. He probably will. I mean, the Sears team are very smart uh, trainers. They'll have him ready to go. But uh, look, he normally only has, uh, well, only had one trial at his last prep, and that was a really good trial. Uh, he was. From off speed. Yeah, he came from sort of off speed, snuck up along the inside, and then he won the Gold Coast Guineas at the Sunshine Coast. So, I look, he's slated to run in the Wheatwood on the 23rd of September. I wouldn't be surprised if he had another trial. Geez, I was excited to see what Uncommon James did there yesterday. Yeah, well, he so. he ran the fastest time. He mm-hmm. ran the fastest time of all the heats from my workings out. But, um, yeah, he, he just sort of, you know, I was excited to see him, Gareth, but I was just as excited to see Ekaterina because I love this mare. And you'll see her down there shortly. And she is really good. She improved out of sight during the winter. She normally gets back in her trials. Uh, she sat up outside Steady Ready, who led here. Uncommon James was able to mow her, or not mow her down, but cut her down late. Uh, neither were, were pushed out, and she's improved even further over the break. So we know how good Uncommon James is, no doubt about that. And you'll see him in the Moyer on the 29th of next month. I don't know where Katarina's going down there, but look out for her. All right, then. Chris Nelson, um, Black Booker's there from the trials. I know that you were keen on a couple of others as well in that big set of trials at Doombin. Take it away, Chris O. Yeah, just a couple of others, Gareth. Of course, well, we mentioned Rothfire, we mentioned uh, the others, Rothfire and Katarina and Common James, but just a couple of others. Uh, heat number six was a maiden one by Shaboom, $100,000 Spirit of Boom. Uh, by Champ- Spirit of Room out of Champelec. Now, Champelec's a filly that won the Callaway Gal back in 2016. Led, uh, eased up the last 75 metres and won clearly by uh, just over two lengths in good time. So look out for Shaboom, which is C-H-A-B-O-O-M. And in heat number 12, Barassi. 
what do they call this one? Ronald Dale at the stables, Gareth, the Barassi. <laughs> Do you know who would know who Ronald Barassi is, being a rugby league man, but a legend of the <laughs> game in there. Straight on, lad. <laughs> no, Dino, Dino wouldn't. No, he wouldn't for sure. Uh, look, an unraced uh, I Am Invincible five-year-old, lead bolted in. There was gas in the tank there. I was originally sold for uh, 300K, sold recently uh, for 150, I think it is. Uh, it was a full brother to Cabalas, so I know it was disappointing on the weekend in Sydney, but just keep that in mind. Barassi looked pretty good. Hey, remember we had Toby or Trent Edmonds on this show, Trial Time, Dino? I reckon he mentioned his son of I'm Invincible that's had all sorts of problems, and yes. I think it might have had another setback, but this is the horse. Um, this is the horse. I think yep. he mentioned, yeah, exactly that. I had a couple of issues, but I did watch his trial too, and I thought, I think that the audio as well suggests it's had a couple of uh, time off, uh, but it's really well bred, and the trial was outstanding, like Chris had said, and the time really backed it up as well. That's what I like. So yeah. hopefully, prayers for the stable and for us punters out there that it gets to the races and we can hopefully cash in. Yeah, we'll be on for It'll be winning its mate, and I don't think we'll get a price if it does go to the races, Chris. But um I- no, we may not, but uh, yeah, five-year-old mare, she's obviously had issues along the way. Good on you, mate. Hey, love your work, Chris. Uh, lovely set of trials there at Doombin, and um, yep, good luck today at Doombin at the Gallops on Thanks, uh, the races. Thanks for that, Chris. Hey, Chris O'Nelson there, uh, part of our trial time on this Wednesday. Don't go anywhere. Dean Watling to go through his trial stars, especially in Sydney and Melbourne, straight after the news. Imagine what you could be buying instead. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Scalacci down the outside, running on pretty well, followed by My Satin Star. Dark Bow is back behind the Mr. Cube from a long way back at all Archie here. Scalacci on the outside has taken the lead with 100 to go from Noble Answer and Dark Bow running on well, followed by Mr. Cube. But Scalacci's in front and Scalacci. Here comes Dark Bow. Too late. Scalacci's won it. Dark Bow is second. Dapper's Hope is third. Scalacci was one of the, the first of the, the champions that Ollie has ridden throughout his brilliant career. And that was uh, one of his 126 Group 1 victories aboard the, the grey sprinting star. And that was in the Oakley Plate. Um, Ollie's about to have his media conference at 11 o'clock to announce that he'll be retiring at the end of the year. His final race meeting will be where it started, at Ascot there, um, at the final day of their carnival, Dino. And as a racing fan and a young racing fan, um, what's your impressions of the great Damien Oliver, mate? Yeah, I probably didn't have the highlights of him growing up, but uh, as a younger person coming to racing, uh, his name's yeah, forever strong in this game, and it's something so recognisable. You ask any fan out there, any fan in my generation, and Ollie's uh, one of the best. Um, I think what I most love about him was his post-race interviews. He's probably uh, one of the kindest um, and most giving people in the media. I love listening to him post-race, and you could always bank on him to turn it around. If he had an off day, the next day would be terrific, and I think his stats alone, they're so good that they often don't seem real. The amount of Group 1 winners he's ridden, um, you sort of look at it and you just think, oh, yeah, everyone will ride them. But I think uh, the longer we get on and past his career, we'll reflect back on Damien Oliver and just think um, how great of a person and a jockey he was. So I think it's very fitting that he gets the spring to round it out. The pressure's off him. And we could even see him improve on that Group 1 status and those Group 1 victories as well, Gareth. Yeah, well said, Dino. Let's have a look at some of the group enlisted horses that have caught your eye and um, you can analyse for us as well some of the stars of the sport. And we'll start with the Kiramar and David Eustace camp that delivered or brought a team to Gosford back on the 25th of August, which was last Friday. Um, heat 1, we saw Nugget, who's been um, 
racing against some of our better horses in some of our bigger races. He was in contention there for an all-star mile and uh, owned by Australian Bloodstock. He finished third in that trial. Your thoughts there? Yeah, this was his third trial, this preparation. His first two were a little bit poor, and that was a big concern for mine. I think the stable maybe echoed that by having a third hit out with him. This was much improved, uh, albeit it wasn't his customary solid trials. So um, interesting to see where they go to here, uh, go from here with Nugget, but I'd suggest his third trial was his best. and Maybe he just needed that fitness base. So I guess he's back on track, um, but I'd be a little bit wary myself first up wherever he goes. There's been big raps on Greece. I don't know if she lived up to expectations last prep, but how has she come back? She went around in that third heat there at Gosford. Yeah, she was very concerning. Uh, this is her second trial as well, and she looked a shadow of her, her once self that we saw on the track, that speedy machine that tore her to bits up on up on pace. Obviously, she's had the hype that you suggest uh, around her her whole life, but uh, off these two trials, I don't know where she's at. She might be off to the breeding barn after these trials, and wherever she presents first up, I'll be keen to take her on off these trials, Gareth. Group one winning there now, Ruthless Dame had a... Jump out in heat number eight. Um, that was her first trial this prep. How's she looked like that? Um, how does she? Oh, I'll just get it out. Did she look okay in her first up appearance this 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 prep? Get it out, Gareth. Yeah, yeah she I looked apologize. good. <laughs> she, she was just there to tick the legs over. Nothing um, too extravagant in this trial. They did go a little bit hard up in front, so she was just in behind the the speed there. She's been in sixth, beaten three and a half lengths in the trial. Um, she was just there to tick the legs over. This was a big starting point, I think, for a lot of the team. We saw a fair receive as well, tick over the legs, and a couple of others as well from them. Um, Kieran Ma and David Eustace camp. So Ruthless Dame looks on track, look for an improved second trial, and then she'll be ready to go back to the races. Many thought that Steel City was a little bit stiff not to win a Group 1 as a two-year-old. Can she win a Group 1 as a three-year-old? She jumped out in Heat oh. 9 at Gosford on Friday. Yeah, I think she can. Uh, interesting what they're doing with her. Obviously, a bit of a change to the spring uh, scenario. We've a lot of horses up now, but the, the main three-year-old filly races are in Sydney with the Guineas moved back uh, to late November down there in Melbourne. But she looks like an out-and-out Coolmore horse. The preparation, she's up. First trial was last week. So she'll have another trial and probably kick off. So she looks to me, potentially, they'll may try to sneak her into an Everest and then go to a Coolmore. I'm not sure, but... She was just there to tick the legs over, but she could be a little bit of a, a forgotten horse, um, especially jumping or trialling there at Gosford. Um, but still City, excited to see her back and excited to see a second trial and improve into that. want to get your thoughts on heat one of that Randwick trial on the, the 26th of August. And uh, let's have a look at a few of these horses, some of the, the best in the country that competed in this trial. One of the most fascinating runners... I think this prep, if we get to see her, is alcohol-free. She was purchased for around $10 million from Yulong Farm, um, trained by Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Bott. When you have a look at her resume, she is one of the best horses that we've ever seen come out of Europe. But she failed first up in the autumn. What did you make of her trial, Dino? Yeah, I would have loved to see it a lot more, but I just didn't see it there um, at Ramwick. Uh, she was sort of pushed along. She didn't quite look comfortable in a stride. It wasn't free-flowing and an action that you'd go, oh, let's black book this horse. What type of horse is this? But she was scrubbed along, pushed out. She did win the trial, but I wouldn't say it was an outstanding piece of work. I'd say fair at most, and you'd want to see a swift improvement in a second trial, albeit we don't have a great guide on her at the trial. She could just be a horse that does trial a little bit 
uh, lackluster and then come out on a race day. But going off her trials back in the autumn, she tried up very similar. And we know she failed first up there. So interesting to see how she progresses. Um, but for now, I think I'm a little bit against her um, wherever she goes. What about that exciting galloper for Mara Nusis, I am me? Yep, swift little tick over trial. Obviously won the, the missile, the Group 2 missile stakes. Uh, this was a nice piece of work. Match motors of alcohol free. And again, her work through the line, I mean, is superb. She's a speedy um, type and should be aimed up at those short course, probably 1,000 to 1,200 metre races and probably potentially trying to get a CV up good enough and um, get the interest of a couple of slots in the Everest, Gareth. Is Lost and Running a little bit like Mars Crusade, who we saw at the trials recently? Is he a forgotten horse? 100%. He's definitely a forgotten horse. If we go back 12 months ago, he was nearly favourite for an Everest and then got scratched, I think, the day before with an issue with his foot. Then he obviously started three weeks later and pulled up lame. So we know he's got his feet issues, and that's why he's sort of with the John O'Shea camp up there in Newcastle. They keep him by the beach to try to keep him fresh and keep all of his niggles on side. But he's a horse who has uh, no doubt Group 1 winning ability and Everest winning ability. It's just about keeping him sound. His trial was great. He chased alcohol free and iron men. Really savage the line. He's a good horse to get a guide off when he strides and action is good at the trials. It's him feeling well, and that's when all the niggles aren't there, and that's when we should back him. So I thought Lost and Running's return trial there was great. Get a quick comment on Sunshine in Paris, Private Eye, and also a tissue who competed in that trial as well. Yeah, Sunshine in Paris was okay. Hard-ridden, responded well enough, but I'd like to see an improved trial by Sunshine in Paris. Private Eye, very similar, just a pass mark for him. I'd like to okay. see a swift improvement by him in his second trial. And a tissue was just typical Waller right out the back. Um, didn't uh, Wasn't asked for much. So all pass marks, but I'd like to see improved by all three. And Red Resistance went around in Heat 3, another high-profile horse with ability. Yeah, definitely. This was an improved second trial. His first trial was a touch disappointing, but he improved a little bit. He looks a little bit down. He doesn't have that sprint in his legs that he did um, as a two-year-old. So he might want further this preparation being out of Russian Revolution, but uh, improved trial, excited to see him back. I think he can fill in a couple of the spots in the three-year-old ranks. All right, then that's a look at some of the, the trials in New South Wales. We'll take a break and come back and have a look at, we'll get Dino's opinion on some of those stars that trialed at Cranbird, including Globe, Gold Trip, what you need, a promising three-year-old, and we'll get his thoughts on Without a Fight, who's the favourite for the Caulfield Cup, or one of the favourites anyway with Bet365 and see what Dino made of his trial at Mornington recently. They turn for home. They leave the fence. Sea change grabbed by Pompey Ruler. There's room for Miss Finland to drive through. She's a length and a half away. Coming from behind them, El Segundo. Pompey Ruler, sea change, Miss Finland. Now El Segundo is hitting top gear. Here he comes on the outside. He gathers them up in a couple of bounds. It's over. El Segundo coming away from Miss Finland. Marasco coming home with Ecuador. Yeah, that was uh, Ollie winning another group one. El Segundo was a great horse to him as well. That was the CFO stake. Steve Watling's with us. Um, Ollie's about to speak, of course, at Sandown to discuss his decision to retire at the end of the year. His final meeting will be where it all started at, in Perth there at Ascot. Dean Watling's with us. Dino, what about Globe as we continue on trial time? Is there a good race in him? How's he come back? He's come back superb. They simply do not trial any better than this bloke did the other day at Cranbourne. It was an elite trial. He looked beautiful in his action. He just extended away effortlessly. He's one of those horses that it looks like they don't really touch the ground and they just float along. Um, he put an absolute gap in. Obviously, the, the horses and their sort of CV behind him weren't crash hot, but he won by about 10 lengths each down. So he's in for a phenomenal prep, and I love to see it. I think we need a good pin-up horse, a horse that we can all jump on 
the back of and get excited about. I think Globe is that horse we can do for the spring. What about um, Gold Trip and what you need, who also trialled there at Cranbourne in those jump outs? Yeah, so Gold Trip was in behind Globe. He finished first in that uh, first heat uh, at Cranbourne. He was good, hard-ridden, but he stuck to the task and made up good ground late. So, obviously, he'll build his fitness uh, towards his first start run. Heat two, we had Jigsaw and what you need with a two-to-note. Uh, perfect return trial by Jigsaw. Tracked wide around the Cranbourne track before letting down and going for his gears really nicely. He's a horse who put a lot of wins together last preparation, and he's a horse that we can follow into the spring. And what you need, this was the perfect second trial that we needed to see. His first one, his fitness just gave out late in a star-studded trial, but he was much better and much stronger through the line here in his second hit out at the jump out. So he's bang on to go to the races first up. And the other one we wanted to mention was that the Mornington heats, Gareth, mm-hmm. but without a fight, um, I think this bloke's in for a massive spring. I love that he's got that residual fitness coming from Brisbane and he's Trial the other day was outstanding. Um, he was pushed for his gears, probably went up to about 60 to 70%, but he looked lovely in his action. And like I said uh, in previously, you can get a great guide on stayers off their trials if they want to be there, and if they're going to come up this preparation. He looks to me to be a stayer that wants to be there and wants to win a group one race in the spring. He's the favourite without a fight at $11 with Bet365, the world's favourite online betting brand. Imagine what you could be buying instead for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Francesco Guardi's 13. Which one would you want to be in your camp? Oh, that's very hard. I'd probably go Francesco Guardi's at the price this far out, but that's a mouth-watering clash uh, for them too. Geez, I'm excited, Dano. Tomorrow morning, the weekend preview, it doesn't get any better. Memsey Stakes Day, uh, McNeil Stakes Day. You've got um, Asfura returning as well. And then you've got Nature's Trip in Sydney. He'll be the highlight there. He'll be the headline act in the Concord. Has he still got that zip in his leg? legs? Um, and we've got the race, of course, where we've got Montefilia going around. That's the Chelmsford as well. I'm keen on her. So I can't wait to dissect those meetings with you and Mickey Gaddon tomorrow, mate. I cannot wait. And, yeah, just a little teaser. Nature Trip's drawn the wider skate, so that creates oh, yes. a little bit of a conversation. So we'll all dissect that tomorrow on the weekend preview, well, it's mate. better for him to draw wide than inside, it is. Dino. It is, uh, 100%. But it can be a little bit the other way in the market as well. So yeah. interesting to dissect it all. A wide gate cost him, I thought, a second Everest a few years back. It was a mighty effort after he came back from Ascot. In fact, it was last year. It was a big run. It was. Um, but he it hasn't was. really been the same horse since that Everest in my eyes. So it'd be fascinating to see what he can do on Saturday. DeanWatling.com, we appreciate you as always. Thank you, mate. Damien Oliver's media conference coming up at 11 o'clock. Um, you can listen to that here on SEN throughout our platforms throughout the morning. But for now, have a wonderful day. I'll be back tomorrow morning for a big edition of Giddy Up from 8 o'clock.